0: All right, I'm hopped up on energy drink, and I think I'm ready to go. Let's do it How's it going everybody welcome to the way party podcast I'm your host Kyle uh, also known as the black panda protector of Wukanda. Uh, I'd like to thank you for uh, joining us here today, or at least joining me, um, to another episode. Uh, Today we're going to be talking a little bit uh, about Space Jam and kind of the reaction to it, and and the reaction to people's reaction to the movie. So uh, buckle in for that. Um, uh, Before we get started, just want to. uh, Address, you know, that man, it's been a while since uh, we last created an episode of the Way Party podcast and last published one or uh, uploaded an episode. So, you know, because 2020 and 2021 has been a crazy year for everybody. So, you know, things kind of got away from uh, me and from my uh, friends who usually join me on this podcast. And um, so it's been tough to be able to uh, kind of nail down the time to get things uh, going. But, um, I had a little bit of free time today, decided to go ahead and get this episode pushed out because I have some things to say about Space Jam, uh, the new Space Jam movie. And, uh, yeah, but, um, uh, beyond that, I just want to say, um, I hope you guys, you, the listeners, anybody who might be listening, uh, hope everyone is uh, staying safe. Uh, it's been crazy uh, lately. I know it's been kind of, uh, uh, tumultuous, uh, very, um, uncertain times lately <laughs> and so i'm sure it's been uh it's been anxi- anxiety riddled with a, lot, with a lot of people so and i absolutely understand i going through some stuff myself uh but i hope everybody's staying safe and uh, keeping their me- mental health intact so yeah and hopefully this podcast kind of helps you uh you know chill out for the day Alrighty. Uh, But to get started, uh, real quick shout out to uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks for winning the NBA Finals. Like, that's awesome. First of all, that's awesome. Um, It was, I mean, it was bound to happen at some point, I feel like, because Giannis Antetokounmpo is an excellent player. I know this is not a sports podcast, but I just want to talk about it real quick. I mean, because it just recently happened. But, you know... I mean, it was bound to happen. Giannis is an amazing player. He definitely showed that uh, in the finals with like the crazy amount of points he's been putting on the board. Um, like it, it was awesome. It was it was just an awesome performance from the Bucks and um, really overcoming uh, su- such a crazy uh, deficit that they had to go through. But man, it was it was exciting. Uh, even even with a pandemic, you know, going on, like they were still able to put on a put on a pretty good show. That was awesome. So, yeah, shout-out to Giannis and shout-out to the Bucks for winning. Uh, this is a huge win for them and um, a good variation from a season of uh, without LeBron James winning the NBA Finals, but we're going to talk about him in a little bit here. Um, but, yeah, so shout-out to them. It's, it's awesome. He's, he's an excellent player, um, uh, whatchamacallit. Still, Russell Westbrook is my favorite NBA player at this moment, just because I kind of like his uh, tenacity and his his overall like um, just just his overall style of, of basketball. You know what I mean? But you know, he'll 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 get his day someday. Hopefully, possibly. I, I hope so. Anyway, <laughs> so let's go ahead and segue into the main topic: Space Jam: A uh, The New Legacy. Um so this movie came out just recently I think like a couple weekends ago Uh, it finally came out on HBO max and also theaters which is a smart move I love that HBO is doing this like dual release with like releasing it on their streaming platform for free Disney plus Um, (laughs) for free or at least for those who are already subscribed but you don't have to pay extra for it and uh but also still showing it in theaters and because apparently they they, even with the option of watching it from home they still had a really good turnout of people uh watching in the theaters i don't i don't remember the exact numbers but it was like they made money they made money on this franchise i think part of it is just due to people wanting you know being stuck at home all the time wanting to kind of get back out there and go to the movies i think that's part of it but i mean hey like it's, it's a smart move. Yeah, go ahead and give them the option now that people are getting vaccinated and everything, but that's awesome. So uh, Yeah, might as well give people the option? I think that was a smart move. I went ahead and watched it at home just because I could I I Wasn't even planning to watch the movie uh, that day that I watched it. I I just remembered. Oh, yeah, that movie came out Didn't it? <laughs> and so I just ended up I was like, okay, I'll go ahead and sit down and watch it. And I did and um, to, to give my overall review or my overall feelings of the movie. I've only watched it one time. I'll probably go back and watch it again one more time uh, for a later episode where I compare it to the first movie. But uh, my overall feeling is that um, I enjoyed it. It was a fun movie. It was a really fun movie. Um, I It was it was very funny. Had a lot of different references. It's uh, a lot of uh, Warner Brothers' other um, uh, intellectual properties or their IPs. Um, And we'll kind of talk about that here in a little bit, but overall, it was really fun. It was a really fun movie, very funny, uh, cute at times, Um, a little bit heartfelt too. Um, I enjoyed the kind of the the overall theme or feeling, you know, um, especially with the uh, oh spoilers by the way. I'm, I'm gonna say that spoilers if you haven't seen the movie, but it's available both in theaters and HBO Max. So I mean, you got options. But spoilers anyway with the overall idea of you know lebron james um you know he's it's lebron james right everybody knows lebron james is um multi-championship winning nba all-star right and with that he's also a parent he's a dad and so with that you know the success it kind of i love the kind of idea of how that affects the overall family dynamic especially the children right because when your father is LeBron James everybody is expecting you to also be just like a beast and what at least at least one of his children is right um, I really don't know too much about the James family and what all you know is going on with them I really don't care to be honest but um, from what it looks like at least within the movie you know and who, who knows I mean a lot of the stuff could be made up but uh, from what it looks like in the movie uh, LeBron uh, has uh, his two sons. One of them, of course, is very good at basketball. I've seen a few of uh, his highlights uh, from like high school or something like that, and he's really, he's really good. Um, and but the other son uh, is not really following his father's passion as much in basketball. And decides to want to do game development, video game development, which honestly, personally, I feel like is really cool because I I've always wanted to be a game developer for a while when i was young too i never really pursued that passion just because i didn't know where to start and uh, there wasn't a lot of um which would call it resources uh at least that i noticed for me to get started on something like that but um but yeah and so there's this uh, situation where uh not only is um kind of society putting this pr- pressure on i can't remember the kid's name uh oh man I, I can't remember that but whoever the son is who wants to be the game developer um i think dominique or dom i think dom um he he wants to be a game developer while his father's more uh, pushing him to uh go into basketball he even signed up for like a basketball camp for the summer or something like that even though he wants to go through to an e3 uh game development to game development camp instead which i which is also kind of cool which is that a real thing like okay, I, I'm gonna be breaking out of a review. <laughs> I'm gonna break it out of the review here for a second because, like, for real, is that a real thing? Like, does E3 actually offer that? If they did, I have I never knew, and I wish I'd known because I definitely would have like asked my parents to like take me to that. That would have been really cool. But okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, so it kind of goes over that particular story. Um, but not only that. Uh, honestly i feel i feel like that part of the movie even though it's the main driving force for everything it feels like such a small part of the overall movie like the overall content of the movie so this is where i kind of start to get get into the criticisms of this movie that i have Uh, while it is fun and it's a really fast pace it doesn't waste your time it kind of goes in and out um this movie is straight up just a big advertisement for LeBron James and for Warner brothers. <laughs> it's, it's straight up just an advertisement of LeBron. J- like it, that's the funny part about it. Okay. First an, as an advertisement for LeBron James, cause they have like all these different, like um, what do you call them? Uh, montages like music montages of LeBron and all his highlights, all of his, the changes that he's gone through in his career which that's cool and everything like that but at the same time it's like we know who lebron james is you don't need to because throughout the movie it keeps reminding us and they keep killing him uh, keep calling him king james and all that and it's like all right we get it we know he, he's a, he's the goat we get it <laughs> like you don't have to remind us every friggin' second um chill anyway so <laughs> it's not only was it just a huge advertisement for lebron james but also for warner brothers and all of their intellectual properties all of their ips right um so you're all you're constantly seeing all these different uh references and worlds of uh different movie franchises or movie or tv franchises that they own right so you see like the matrix you see mad max fury road you see um austin powers you see um Oh my goodness! What's the other one? Uh, Game of Thrones. You see, like all that, right? You see so many different things. Like, you see DC, uh, like uh, hi- DC hero stuff, like uh, uh, the Justice League and Wonder Woman, and all this, right? Uh, and of course, you got the Looney Tunes, who's also a part of that, right? Because of the Space Jam movie. Um, and the thing is, though, like while that is cool, and while that is cool, you get to see all these different uh, references to different IPs that they own. It gets really distracting after a while after a while it just gets super distracting and just like over the top to where there's very little very little actual space jam to 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 watch you know what i mean it's it's a very interesting situation to where like yeah it's space jam and you know in name but it doesn't feel like space jam you know what i mean it doesn't or it doesn't feel like i'm watching a space jam movie but at the same time, at this point, there's only two Space Jam movies to to watch, so it's not like that. There's a particular formula to a Space Jam movie, other than basketball and Looney Tunes characters. I think those are the two main things: basketball, Looney Tunes characters, and maybe a professional NBA athlete. Maybe maybe that's the formula. Maybe maybe that's the formula. That's all you need for a Space Jam movie. Um, but at the same time, I, uh, the feeling of this new Space Jam. It's different from the feeling that I had watching the first Space Jam uh, movie. Now, granted, it has been a long time since I watched the first Space Jam movie. I was a kid, Um, so probably if I watch it now, who knows? It could be similar in feeling. But, but overall, when watching this new movie, um, I think uh, (laughs) it was put best in a, a Screen Rant video, a Screen Rant YouTube video that called it the cinematic equivalent to scrolling through uh, Warner Brothers uh, Wikipedia page. That that I think feel, I feel like kind of sums it up in the best way possible. Uh, cinematic uh, Wikipedia page. That is that's the best way to put it. I kind of like that. Um, and yeah, that's that's definitely what it was. You just see like all these different like characters and costumes stuff like that. You see like the the clown from it, which is kind of odd. Uh, in the in the background is one of the people watching the game: uh, Iron Giant, King Kong, and it's just like okay, we get it. Like you, you guys own everything, <laughs> you know. And so it's very little focus on to the to the actual Space Jam movie and to the actual story. It feels like it was it was just very distracting and especially too when you have the, uh, the situation where they created the serververse is what they call it the serververse, um where it's basically just what uh, i keep wanting to say western digital i don't know why uh warner brothers um all their movies and tv shows are like compiled in, into a, a server right and it's a server storage and but it's like a whole world inside of it, kind of matrixy, kind of type of thing, right? Um, and so, and so you have like all these different planets and stuff like that, which are probably just files. Different planets of uh, of all the different uh, intellectual properties and stuff like that that different characters within the servers can travel to. Apparently, they're they're able to travel to at free will, like from from what it's showing us in the movie. Um, which is kind of funny. I, I kind of like the idea of it and the fact that like, okay, yeah, you get to see especially the Looney Tunes and just different uh, different properties. You get to see Granny and uh, uh, the Matrix. Uh, Granny and uh, what's that? Oh my goodness, I can't remember the 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 mouse who who runs really fast and speaks Spanish. I can't remember his, his name, but <laughs> he was also in the Matrix, and so they're doing like the the uh, still shot from uh, Matrix Trinity. Uh, or like, uh, <laughs> where she's free, freeze frames in the air and like kicks a dude in the face or something like that. It, it was just crazy. But anyway, or like, uh, Syve- uh, Sylvester the cat was in Mad Max Fury Road. It was just really weird. It was it was an it was an odd situation of like mixing Looney Tunes with, like all these like weird more adult IPs, but it's still kind of funny. I, I enjoyed it. I, I actually had a pretty good laugh on that. Um, also too, like. I I have small problems with the main antagonist of this movie, right? Um, played by Don Cheadle, there is this uh, character called Algirhythm. It's a play on words of algorithm, right? Because he's supposed to be a algorithm. Get it? He's a computer. Well, okay. Well, first, let's let's go with a little definition of of the word algorithm. Algorithm is a process or a set of rules to be followed in calculations or uh, or other problem-solving operations, especially by a computer. I have a little issue with that just because it's, it's a nitpick. It's, it's really a nitpick. It's not that big of a deal just because technically LG rhythm is, an, is more of an AI rather than an algorithm, right? But whatever, you know, I'm not going to, it's a nitpick. I think they just did it just, just for the name, right? Because it is kind of an interesting name, you know, rhythm. Cool fine I'll go with it um, <laughs> Don Cheadle did his thing he was very he was very into it and I felt like I believed his performance pretty well um, it's just kind of odd to me that like that at some random point this algorithm this AI was like oh for for people to recognize me and for people to know that like I'm the backbone of Warner Brothers uh, and all their great ideas we have to uh combine lebron james fame with uh, my uh calculations and and then we rule the world i don't know something like that <laughs> and so it's just like a weird situation it's like okay but what like you know it's like you need to explain it to me a couple of times before I, like i before i just decide to just go with it it, it just seems like a uh, an odd situation to put it in it, I don't know like if it was like some like corporate executive who was trying to do it I could see something like that but okay yeah we'll go with uh, an algorithm because it kind of goes with the overall um, theme of like video games and stuff like that because since the son is a uh, is trying to be a video game developer then they get sucked into the server verse and so they have to play a game of basketball but it's not like a a traditional game of basketball it's a video game it's based off of the son's uh video game that he built so i was like okay fine um anywho uh so yeah this this movie like i said it's fun but distracting references um one of the nitpick that i or criticism that i have is like no there was no memorable music in this in this movie right there's no memorable memorable music compared to the first movie you know, with the first movie, you had the, the the literal space jam theme song. Come on and slam, and welcome to the jam. You know what I mean? Like everybody knows that song, and it's so tight, it gets stuck in your head. It is so good. Everybody get up, everybody jam now. You know what I mean? Welcome to the space jam. <laughs> it's just so good, and uh, and even I have a whole other song. You know, I believe I can fly. You know, it's such, like, two very memorable songs, even though one of them was made by a, uh, somebody who, you know, we definitely don't support no more. Uh, still, great song. And, uh, and this new Space Jam movie didn't have any of that. I would have at least expected it, though, to have, at the very least, right, like a remix of the Space Jam theme song. I would have loved something like that. I kind of expected it. I was like, all right, cool. We're going to see, like, a, a remix of the Space Jam theme. Like, come on. You know, get, like, a, a new, fresh artist on it or something like that. And no, we didn't get any of that. We didn't have any memorable songs. You know, it was just very generic hip-hop or very generic uh, scores, uh, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, like, a, a, like the score of the movie. It was It was perfectly fine, but, like, nothing memorable. You know what I mean? I'm not saying memorable music makes a Space Jam movie, but that is one of the big things about the first Space Jam movie that a lot of people remember. You know what I mean? So, one other thing too is that this uh, this movie hints that the that that it is a direct sequel to the first movie. So, like the events of the first Space Jam happened within the same timeline. Although then again, if we're talking about timelines, then we have to go into like Loki and maybe this is a variant time. I'm just kidding, cause that's Disney. Anyway, uh, but it, man, it makes sense that this is a direct sequel and it even shows the antagonist of the first movie, the Monstars and they're like weaker version, which is the funny thing. It, it shows you like a quick, like three seconds of the original Monstars from the first movie. And you don't like address that. You don't even like talk about it. It's like, come on. <laughs> Like I don't know, it feels weird because it's like you, you you reference it, but you, but you don't truly confirm it, or you don't even do anything with it. It just feels wasted. I feel like there's some wasted potential with something like that. But anyway, um, overall though, fun movie. I like the idea. Uh, I like the, I kind of like the the main portion of the story about expectations uh, of the child and compared to. Their highly successful parent um, it could have made something for something it could have made something a bit more heartfelt and better but it didn't really feel like they tried for that I don't know you know what I mean it, it, it didn't feel like uh, they really explored what that relationship is like like you only get like hints at it And and it just makes, and it makes LeBron James his character, not even character. It makes LeBron James seem comically, you know, comically like a comically dismissive parent, if if, if you kind of get what I'm just what I'm trying to say. You know, you you see you see this trope a lot. It's not like a new idea or a new trope uh, that's been done in movies uh, and TVs. It's been done a lot, but still it can be explored a lot more and then feel like make for a more relatable and heartfelt movie it could have made LeBron James a bit more relatable you know in this movie but but it's fine it's fine it, it, it did what it needs to do it made the overall movie serviceable I felt like Um, but yeah so that's my thoughts on it but now let's segue into uh, kind of what I really want to talk about which is let me see here okay what I really want to talk about which is uh, so I've seen a lot of different other reviews on on the internet and uh, some people are pretty much saying the same thing that I'm saying it was an enjoyable movie to watch there's some nitpicks and criticisms that we have because it felt like it was less Space Jam and and more uh, Warner Brothers just showing off everything that they that they own um, everybody else kind of you know, said the same thing. But overall, everybody is enjoying the movie, which is great. The issue is, or not the issue, but the uh, discourse seems to be uh, people's reactions to those reviews or criticisms that are being made. Um, and it often uh, the most common reaction that I see from those people are, chill, it's just a kid's movie and um, there's something about that 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 statement like it's just a kids movie that kind of rubs me the wrong way I don't know why so a couple of questions kind of come up for me when, when they say something like this It's like does that mean that because it's a kids movie that it's above criticism that like it like it does not need to be criticized or does that mean that because it's a kids movie that it doesn't matter if the movie is good or not right so like what? What do people mean when they when they say something like "it's just a kids' movie"? Like, I mean, it's still a movie. It's still a artistic vision or creation that other movies are criticized, right? That they're judged by. Sometimes it's judged out of enjoyment level. It's judged out of a technical level. You know, it, it depends on the person. But still, it's within the same industry. So why is it above criticism or why can it not be criticized in the same way? Why do people need to chill when they bring up criticisms of this movie? And so I, I feel like there's a, a uh, an issue with the perception of a kid's movie, right? Uh, like a kid's movie seems to be lesser than traditional movies that are aimed at adults, even though kids movies, I feel like are enjoyed by both kids and adults. Uh, case in point, Lion. Any of the Disney movies, to be honest, I was about to say Lion King, but any Disney movie, both kids and adults seem to enjoy them, right, on on the same level. Um, Star Wars. Like, if we want to get you know granular about this, Star. George Lucas said Star Wars is made for kids. It's a kids movie, and yet there are so many grown men, grown people sweating over Star Wars. I know this because I'm one of them. <laughs> so like uh so you 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 have this these properties that are you know quote-unquote aimed at children and yet adults also get the same type of enjoyment for from them as kids do and i don't know it's just it's just weird when people say something like oh it's just a kids movie as if that downplays any particular issues that it might have or any particular criticisms that it might have because here's the thing people criticize Star Wars and the other Disney movies any of the Marvel movies which is also um, has a lot of things for children in them as well it's like we still criticize them just the same and so that's why I feel like instead of saying kids movie like why, why don't we just call them family movie family movies right and I mean there are I mean a lot of them are already called family movies but I mean you can generalize it even more right because the family movie to me um, indicates that it's able to be enjoyed at all ages you know from children to adults everybody can enjoy something about this particular movie Um, and even in Space Jam it's the same thing there are things of me as an adult that I enjoy about this movie not only like all the different references from movies that came out movies or TV shows that came out in my time but also even some of the new stuff too but also there are things that kids will like even kids might even get some of the references or might even just enjoy them just because oh that's different that's weird um, but yeah like I feel like with family family movies they they have a lower barrier of entry uh, for people to enjoy at all ages so at that point instead of saying it's just a kids movie or it's just for kids wouldn't we just say oh it's but it's for everybody you know what I mean so if it, if it is indeed for everybody for everybody to enjoy as a family movie then aren't people's criticisms like adults criticisms of the movie valid at that point because they're still a part of the target target audience they don't have to be a child to enjoy the movie you know what I mean <laughs> And, um, you know, that's the thing too. is this like I think a lot of people maybe who make these comments they they feel like that these criticisms are coming from a place where uh, where maybe the critics are looking for a deeper meaning to the story. The, something about life, you know, even though that's not that's not the case it, it, or like maybe that they're criticizing it to the point where they're saying it's a bad movie. Which is also not the case because a lot of the reviews that I've seen have said the same thing. They enjoyed the movie. There's just some issues. You know what I mean? And you can you can say both of those things. You can enjoy something, but you can also recognize that there's some problems with it. Star Wars fans do it all the time. Um, so it's just weird to me that you, you try to downplay on i always say you not you the listener but people try to downplay you know these criticisms by saying it's just a kids movie it's like no it's a a movie for everybody everybody's meant to enjoy that so and while i agree that family movies don't have to tell a deep story for it to be enjoyed but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that it can't tell a deep story at the same time because there have been plenty of um quote-unquote kids movies that do that um often though what makes a good family movie is is the story the characters or the lesson learned is relatable you know uh it's something about the a family movie that like relates to what's going on in maybe in the child's life currently or maybe what an adult has gone through in their childhood or maybe even what they're going through at, at their uh right now at, at this point So maybe there's something about the movie that is again relatable and understood. It's just served to you in a different way. It's not. not, It doesn't always have to tell a deep story or a deep meaning, but sometimes it does. It it hits even harder when it's served to you in a way that's you know maybe a bit different. It doesn't have to be as gritty and dark. It can it can be fun while it gives you the same lesson. Um. And often when I look at uh, family movies that tell a deep story or at least a deep theme or lesson, um, and doing it in, in such a great way, I all, I'm, I'm constantly looking at uh, the Into the Spider-Verse movie, right? I feel like it's, an, it's a great example of a modern family movie, right? Um, first, it's animated, and the animation is so beautiful. Like, on a technical level, first, on a technical level that movie is amazing it is absolutely crazy it just looks so good the style of it the the music the just the technicality of the movie is so great but also too, the lesson of the movie was great too and kind of deep and that everybody understood and everybody felt you know what I mean um, Miles Morales had to learn a lesson in becoming Spider-Man. It means that no matter how heavy the obstacles or the expectations uh, he has, uh, he has to get back up and continue uh, doing his best. He has to keep fighting. Um, but sometimes that comes at a loss. Some it, it comes at a cost of uh, maybe a family member, you know. And that's that's something that they showed that every Spider person had to dealt with. So, and and like. Don't tell me that doesn't bring you to to tears, or at least gets you choked up just a little bit. What do you think about it? You know, so, and that's something that both children and adults can relate to, and and it can it can be a deep topic. You know what I mean? So I gotta stop you. I gotta stop saying you know what I mean. That's that's a bad word risker. I apologize for that. <laughs> this this podcast is terrible. Anyway, um, but on another note, into the Spider Verse. Uh, it won awards right like there are people to an official capacity who judge movies judge spider-verse and looked at it critically so if they can do it if they can do that for a what probably a lot of people consider a kids movie or family movie if they can do that why can't everybody else why can't everybody else also look at something that is has a lower barrier of entry why can't we all look at it critically the same way you know and uh, doing so does not mean that the re- reviewer think that whoever is thinking of it critically uh, thinks of the movie is bad um, uh, for, for, for instance uh, one of the um, reviewers that I've watched uh, who uh, gave a review of Space Jam and um, his name was straw hat goofy I uh, watched some of his videos on TikTok. tock um, never have i thought i would actually be into TikTok, but once you find a few creators that you like you know TikTok's actually kind of lit anyway <laughs> um but shout out to straw hat goofy um he gave his two cents on the space jam movie same same thing pretty much what i said you know it was enjoyable it's a little bit distracting with all the references though and it felt like a big uh advertisement but overall it was fun to watch so he so he gives that inf- he gives his review of the movie he talks about it and then people in the comments mention or some people in the comments say chill bro it's just a kid's movie and but the thing is though is that he's not saying like oh the movie is trash or the movie sucks or oh, i hate this movie he said like no i enjoyed it uh, it just has some flaws it's the same with people you know there are people in our lives who you know they have their flaws they get on our on our on our absolute nerves right but you that's my stomach don't don't, don't pay any, any attention to that um, there are people in our lives who get on our absolute nerves but we still love them right we still love them to death you know it might be a family member or a, a longtime friend sometimes they might uh, do or say something that's like just stupid and you're like oh my goodness what is wrong with you but you still love them all the same I, it's the same for movies you know there's some movies that like are just so dumb or they just did something dumb Uh, technically or maybe the story which is not that you know uh, not that good but still there might be something about it that you enjoy you know so I think we should stop looking at family films like they're above criticism because children can watch them children are smart first of all children are very smart and they deserve good films just as much as anybody else you know children can Children can see a good movie and a bad movie from a mile away too. You know, there's some children who I know who are really smart and I'm sure they, and sometimes they seem more introspective than I am. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? You should have a a college PhD at this point. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) So it's just kind of odd to me that people seem to have this perception of family movies and like that they're above criticism. It's like, man, maybe, maybe there's something about it that you're just not seeing. I don't know or maybe there's something about what what their perception is that I'm not seeing. I'll love to talk about it a little bit more and just kind of see what what the idea or not the idea but what the thinking is behind when people uh, feel that way or say like oh it's just a kids movie or whatever so I don't know what are your thoughts What are your thoughts on this what do you think about uh, family films and uh, how they're perceived or what is your perception of a family film What do you think makes a family film? And do you think that you can judge it critically uh, while still enjoying it, or do you feel like that takes away the enjoyment? What's your thoughts? So definitely let me know. Uh, let me know in the comments on I think isn't it an Apple pod, Apple Podcast that has comments? I think it is. Yeah, whenever you're giving up, giving up a review or something like that, go ahead and put your thoughts on the, on that as well. There, are, so I'd appreciate it. But anyway. Uh, someday, I would also love to do a episode on the perception of animated films and TV show because that's something also that I feel very strongly about um, I personally watch a lot of anime and cartoons and stuff like that and um, Kind of going back and like watching a lot of cartoons like hell There's some deep stuff in there like there's stuff that again both children and adults can enjoy like lately. I've been watching uh, Batman the animated series and like it's so good. I, I like. I don't know what how else to say this. It's just such a great show. I remember watching it as a kid and loving it. But now, even as a twenty five year old adult, I'm just like, this show is lit. This show is so good. Like, especially to the the music. The music in the animated series. It's so good. It like it tells a story while it's happening it is so i don't know just on a technical level it's so good and the stories are great too and it doesn't hold your hand it doesn't it's not serving it to you in a way that's like very like only kids can understand you know it's it it doesn't hold your hand it's 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 just great i personally i really like it but anyway enough enough with that enough ranting i'm i'm (laughs) i'm going off on a tangent so someday i'll probably do an episode on perception of animated films and uh Maybe I can get some more thoughts on that as well. But anyway, welcome to my TED Talk. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the Way Party Podcast. Um, there's going to be a lot of changes probably coming to this podcast um, pretty soon. Um, we might change up some uh, things on the back end, some production stuff. Uh, we're still trying to figure this out. This podcast still feels very new and you know, in, in its infancy at some points. And um really me and my friends were just trying different things to kind of get an idea of like what what do we want this podcast to be. Um we wanna keep the name because away party is just, I don't know, it's just just a cool name, you know what I mean. But um Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what the future of the podcast is gonna be like. But uh hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Uh just a quick reminder that you can watch uh all our episodes of the podcast on multiple streaming platforms uh we are available on uh, let me see what platforms one second i'm pulling it up okay uh, we're available on anchor uh breaker uh google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, overcast pocketcast radio public spotify and stitcher so definitely check us out on all those um, I believe on Apple Podcasts you get to review the podcast. Give us five stars, please. We we are desperate for now. We're not desperate, but you know, tell tell us how you really feel. Tell tell me how you really feel about the podcast. if you say, yeah, this podcast sucks. Okay, fine. I'll I'll take that with a grain of salt, but I'll take in your feedback and I'll try to apply it to make a better podcast. So definitely let me know how how you feel and how you feel about Space Jam. But other than that, y'all, uh, thank you so much for again for joining me for another episode of the Away Party Podcast. I'm your host, Black Panda, uh, the protector of Wukanda. You have a great rest of your day. Peace.